from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I know a lot of people like to grill a cookout over a holiday weekend, which we are approaching a holiday weekend, Chris. I mean, for a lot of people, it's actually already started. I will say in the building, there's like six of us. You know, there's six of us, I think, in the building today. Uh, I know I'm heading out of town for a holiday. I'm going to be out all next week. I'm super excited. And I don't know about you, Chris. I don't know what your weekend plans look like. But you and I, for our four of a kind, our four of a kind, things you need to have to celebrate a holiday weekend. Chris, I'll let you cook this off. Yeah, let's uh, let's start off with it. Uh, so everybody's, not everybody's holiday weekends are are built equally, right? Yeah. So in general, when, you, when you're about to do something with your family, have a plan. Uh, sometimes people like to just go with vibes. And I'm not the type of person when I vacation just to go with vibes. Maybe you can schedule in a vibe day or two. Uh, but overall, there needs to be a plan mm. so that you get the most out of your time when you're away from home. I know that's for some people that sounds very anti-vacation. Uh, but I think a plan is the best way to go when you're having a holiday weekend. You're going to be away with your family. All right. I like that. Uh, at least at least a, a structure for what you want to do, you know? Yes. Like, okay, for, for sure. a few hours, we're going to be over here. Whatever happens over here happens. But at least we're going to know during this time we're going to be here. Okay. All right. I like that. For me, for a holiday weekend, something that you need to have, you need to have a body of water nearby you in some way, shape, or form, whether that's the ocean, a lake, uh, maybe you go into the mountains, you need to have a river or something nearby, or a pool. A body of water in some way, shape, or form, Chris, needs to be nearby. That is an essential for a holiday weekend, especially a 4th of July holiday weekend. got to have a body of water nearby. I gotta, you can go up to Falls Lake, go to Jordan Lake, go to Lake Johnson, go out to the beach. There's a plethora of amazing beaches here in the state of North Carolina. Hang out on the Eno River, whatever it is that you want to do. But make sure there's a body of water nearby. Second thing you got to have, you need to have for a holiday weekend, there's got to be a grill. A grill has to be present yeah. in some way, shape, or form. I'm a charcoal guy personally my, myself, Chris. I'm all in on charcoal. But if it's a propane or gas grill, that's fine. I can handle it. But I prefer charcoal. But give me a grill. Grill has to be present. Uh, that goes right into uh, my second one, which basically is uh, – just food, right? Like, what is the food going to be? Mm -hmm. uh, typically for certain holidays, there's certain things, uh, certain patterns that certain families like to, uh, guess, go with. Go with that pattern, whatever that is, whatever you normally do for, for 4th of July. Go with that. But, and here's a big but, if you're going out of town, don't be afraid to try something new when it comes down to that food as well. Okay. So give, you, give yourself the staples but also just give yourself some room to try something new. Find the local uh, spots. Secondly, I'm sorry? Find the local spots. Yes, uh, nothing that you have at home. Like, mm -hmm. we, we did the, the, you know, the thing yesterday with the different uh, the chains. Yeah. We're not talking about going to find a chain. You know, get stuff that you can only get at that spot that you're there, uh, that you're there visiting. Um, activities. Okay. Right. Like you got you have to have a plan as far as like, what are you guys going to actually do and what it's going to be? So that's number three for me. All right. All right. So you've got having a plan, food, activities for me. Got to have great music. 
got to have music, whatever activity that you're doing, whatever your holiday event that you're doing, whether you're, you're grilling out, you're chilling out by the pool, whatever it is, you got to have music. Got to have that, that, that does add to the vibe of what you have going on. Got to have music, especially when you're on the beach, which leads me to my final thing because I'm going, I'm going down to the beach this weekend. Got to have the shibumi. You gotta have the shibumi, Chris. The shibumi is essential. They were invented and created right here in the state of North Carolina. You gotta have the shibumis. Okay, I'm with that. Yeah, gotta um, have. My it. last one is very, very simple. Yeah. After everything I just said, you just need to be around your family. You need uh, the family, right? Yes. Uh, like one of the things I love about weekends like this is is that you can go visit family that you don't normally get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have family right here in Raleigh that I don't get a chance to see a lot just simply because of the schedule. And mm-hmm. there's always something to do. There's always something to do on, on weekends that that's work-related as well, especially when you're doing this type of a job. Uh, and so you get a chance to actually be around people that love you for you, uh, that are super proud of who you are, and just to just rekindle that. I, I like to always try to learn something new when I'm around, especially when I'm around my older family members, because you just never know how long they're going to be around. Right. Um, shout out to uh, my uncle Earl Lee. Uh, he died way too early in, in 2019. And um, what was funny is before he died, I had already had my first uh, phone uh, interview with WRL and I was thinking about like, man, if I do get uh, my job at WRL, it'd be so great to be close to my uncle Earl. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up dying a, a few days after my first interview mm. uh, with WRL. And so it's the the thing, the idea that I had in mind to be closer to him just never worked out. But you never know when uh, you know you're gonna see somebody for the last time. Make sure you are spending it with your family. I like it. I love it. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Fourth of July's here. It's on Tuesday, which, by the way, the Tuesday Fourth of July is probably Tuesday, Wednesday Fourth of July are probably the worst days to have a Fourth of July. Thursday, I think you can handle because Thursday, okay, you take Thursday off. You also take Friday off. You just make it a four-day weekend. Monday is fine because you're gonna have the Fourth of July off. You're gonna have a three-day weekend. If you want to take off the Friday before and make it a four-day weekend, that's fine. But Tuesday, Wednesday are like I think the worst. Worst days when it comes to actually having the 4th of July. I actually, I'll point this out here in a little bit. The year 2025, remember correctly, the year 2025 is actually going to be the best year when it comes to the days in which holidays fall. I'll dive into more of that here in just a little bit.
as we're getting Chris Lee to connect back up, before we do hit it and quit it, just want to point out a uh, pretty rough day in uh, the sports media world as someone who works in sports media. A uh, pretty rough day in the sense that uh, a lot of people at ESPN, which has always been the the flagship when it comes to um, when it comes to sports in, uh, in sports media. ESPN had a lot of layoffs today for talent that we see on air. We saw a few months ago a lot of talent get laid off from people behind the scenes. And a lot of people don't appreciate or understand the work that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see on air from the talent, whether it's producers, um, uh, production assistants on the floor, technical directors, things along those lines. People that do a lot of work behind the scenes uh, to get things to go. So, I mean, some big names – Uh, got let go or laid off by ESPN, like Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose of ESPN, the the NBA coverage, Uh, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson got let go. Susie Colbert has been with ESPN for 27 years. She got let go. Todd McShay, one of their big-time NFL draft experts, NFL draft gurus, and that guy's a content machine, Chris, uh, Todd McShay was. He was part of the layoffs today as well. So it's, it's a pretty rough day. Uh, in the sports media world, uh, we also might see the contract of Vince Carter with ESPN not get renewed in September. Jay Williams, his contract is up in a couple of months. Not sure if he's going to have his contract renewed or if if he does renew, what's his role going to be? Um, some guys on ESPN Radio as well got let go. Uh, so yeah. a, a tough day for uh, for the media industry. Um, I know ESPN is not what it used to be, Chris, in terms of what you and I grew up watching. Uh, but still, to see the the standard bearer, you know, lay off a lot of people, or say the standard bearer in terms of the true original sports network, lay off a bunch of people, it's a pretty rough day. It's something that's felt for a lot of people. Yeah, it's been, I mean, this has felt kind of like a, a Black uh, Friday, like as far as, not like Black Friday, as far as after Thanksgiving. I should reword that. This, this has felt like a cloud has been mm-hmm. uh, over us today because uh these are our brothers and sisters in um in sports media right and we know how hard all of us work and how yeah. in, an, in an instant you could be pulled into an office and be told that it's it's all over mm-hmm. right um it's happened to me before it's happened to others before it's happened to me and uh it's happening to those folks i know you named off some names but um just i just want to reiterate like jeff van gundy jalen rose max kellerman Keyshawn Johnson, Ashley Brewer, Susie Colbert, Steve Young, LaFonso Ellis, June Lee, Todd McShay, Jason Fitz, Matt Hasselbeck, Jordan Cornette. Like, those are some major names mm-hmm. um, that uh, we've watched for whatever reason or another, uh, depending on what you're into or what you decide to watch on ESPN. Um, and all I can say is I'm thinking about them. I hope uh, things kind of uh, work out for them at the end of at the end of all of this, after all the, the storm is over. And, and it kind of also makes me wonder um, how the industry is going to change and adapt and react to this, right? Yeah. Like who from this group says, you know what? I've had a good run. I think I'm done. And I'm just going to do something else. But who from this group are we going to see pop up at other networks? Mm-hmm. Maybe pop up with local shows, uh, depending on which, you know, uh, locales decide to to bring in some of these uh some of these people so uh all that's yet to be seen but i'm just kind of thinking of all these all these folks and um 
it's not easy losing your job. And, and here in this industry, it's definitely something that could happen very quickly. And, and we never, uh, never take any of the days that you have uh, doing what you love for, for granted. Whether you like them or not, it's still tough seeing someone lose their job. All right, let's get to hit it and quit it. Free agency is upon us, Chris. NBA free agency starts in less than two hours. Actually, just over an hour and a half, we have NBA free agency. And at midnight tonight, we have NHL free agency. Now, a lot of guys, NHL players, have their contracts bought out today. We've seen some big names like Blake Wheeler of the Winnipeg Jets, a little bit of an older player, but still uh, a productive player. Matt Duchesne, formerly previously in the past of the Colorado Avalanche, most recently with the Nashville Predators. He still had like four years left at $8 million per year in Nashville. He got his contract bought out as well. Seeing a lot of guys potentially uh, get may get bought out. The deadline's 5 o'clock today in order for to, to buy out contracts. Well, guess what? That means these guys are going to go into free agency, which is going to change a lot of teams and their method of who they go after in free agency. Absolutely. This could be something that could um, hurt what the Carolina Hurricanes uh, were doing, or mm -hmm. it's something that could maybe help what the Carolina Hurricanes were doing. Now that you have uh, players of this caliber now uh, on the free agent market and available, maybe um, it moves some teams off of other players that maybe the Canes were also looking at. Um, and or maybe it ends up changing some of the Canes' plans all in, in general. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes from that. Uh, those two names in particular don't necessarily excite me for the Canes, mm -hmm. uh, but um, you know that those players will definitely find great situations uh, to be with because uh, both of those players are definitely uh, fine players. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting names that are floating around out there in terms of free agency. I know a guy who had a big postseason was Tyler Bertuzzi who got traded yeah. during last season from Detroit to Boston, played his whole career in Detroit up until this past season. Uh, didn't have the most productive regular season. He had battled some injuries, but when he's actually out there playing, he is super productive. But again, this is a guy who's dealt with a lot of injuries in his career, uh, had a big-time back injury, I know, back in 2021 uh, that only limited him to, to nine games. But this is a guy who's super productive in the playoffs this past year, and he's got something that Carolina needs a little bit in terms of to opposing teams. He's a bit of a jerk, but he's also can score and a productive player, but he's a bit of a jerk, which I don't mind if Carolina has one of those on their team. I think they need a little bit of that. Someone who can play on their top six alongside the Sebastian Ajos and the Seth Jarvis's of the world. They need a little bit of that to go with their team. Why not have one jerk add the uh, add it to the bunch of jerks? Yes. I'm with it. Yes. You know, and 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 also I think that's one of the things that we saw during the playoffs, right? Like we saw how uh, teams like the Islanders and, and the Florida Panthers wanted to really muck it up uh, with the Canes. They were able to handle the Islanders for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of got to them with the with the Florida Panthers. So um, on top of adding some goal scoring, why not add in a few more guys who can make it a little bit more physical? Uh, with other teams and, and and be that jerk as you said you know yeah. just try to get uh players and teams off their game no who's not a jerk and is loved by his teammates Jesper Foss according to reports is re-signing with the team two-year contract extension at roughly they estimated about 2.4 million dollars haven't got any final word on the details of that yet 
But by all accounts, he's re-signing with the Carolina Hurricanes for another two years. Again, just over $2.4 million, or roughly around that uh, that pay range. He made $2 million a year on his last contract, so a little bit of a pay bump for him. But, Chris, this is a guy that got it done in the playoffs for the Carolina Hurricanes when they needed it most. Absolutely. He had uh, 10 goals and 19 assists in a regular season last mm-hmm. year playing uh, in 80 games. But then uh, when he got to the postseason playing in 15 games, he was able to score six goals. So six goals as opposed to 10, 15 games as opposed to 80. Uh, it just kind of shows that who Jesper Fast is, right? He's the type of guy who is going to play hard for you no matter what. But if people aren't stepping up and you need somebody to step up in a big moment, Jesper Fast can and will be that person. We've seen it uh, time and time again over the last couple of years, especially over the playoffs. Uh, this past runner for the Canes uh, had a, a couple of game winners, uh, so some of those goals, some of those uh, six goals uh, that he scored in the postseason. So good to have somebody like that still sticking around after uh, for another two years, I should say. Yep, seeing the reports coming from Chris Johnston, who is uh, part of TSN. He's a hockey NHL insider for them. He's the one that first reported, again, two-year deal in the $2.4 million per year range. Great deal. Now you can keep Stahl, Foss, Martinuk, that line still intact because Jordan Martinuk still has one year left on his contract. Stahl coming back, as you mentioned. And if you actually look at the amount of money that Stahl and Foss made last year combined, between Stahl and Foss, they made $6 million, I'm sorry, $8 million last year. Between the two of them this year, if that $2.4 million is, is right from what we're seeing, we're looking at under $5.5 million. Mm. 5.3. So you're getting these same players back. Yeah. But overall, less. between the two, less money paid out. Win-win, in my opinion. All right, Absolutely. let's let's quit that. Let's hit this. Uh, speaking of the NHL real quick, the NHL draft came and went super fast. It's the most efficient draft I've ever seen. It's amazing. But peak viewership. One of the best we've seen all time, Chris, in terms of viewership for the NHL draft, which I think is something that's good for the league in the sense that people might hear some of these young names early on and in future years like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Absolutely. Yeah. The peak viewership was about nine hundred and three thousand, you know, according to ESPN. And uh, a lot of people are thinking that the bump is probably because of the Connor Bedard effect. Right. Yeah. You know, you have this big name not going to a Canadian team, but going, coming to an American team and mm-hmm. uh, a big-time uh, American team just, you know, traditionally. So, um, going to Chicago. You know, a lot of folks – I'm sorry? Going to Chicago. Yes, and so folks think that that's a part of the big-time bump. Uh, it's been a pretty good marriage with the ESPN and having uh, NHL the last couple of years. I think it's been good for the league in the sense that you actually do have this young star that's being promoted uh, before he enters the league. It we we seen it in recent years, you know. For example, um, guys coming into the NFL, whether you know it's like Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, like this generational talent, or Andrew Luck, generational talent, Victor Wembanyama, generational talent. Now we really are seeing that in a probably since we haven't seen since Connor McDavid when he came into the NHL. Uh, uh, but with Connor Bedard coming in, this is the generational talent, this young superstar coming into their professional uh, professional ranks. And I'm excited to see what this guy does. He's going to have his struggles early. Again, he's just a kid. He's still 17 years old, which is just wild to think about. Hey, go out there and play uh, with a bunch of grown men at the age of 17. 
see how you handle it. Uh, it's going to be a little bit rough going, I'm sure, at moments for him, but I'm excited to see that. And it's good. It's good that some people are starting to invest uh, in hockey uh, a little bit more on a national level. And we all know national hockey media generally doesn't like Carolina, which is totally fine. <laughs> all right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. You like that? You like that? NBA free agency, 90 minutes away, Chris. It's a holiday in and of itself for a lot of people. I NBA free agency always I, I get it perplexes me how the league does its roster structures in terms of contracts because you get things like mid level exceptions and trade exceptions and you know max contracts and super maxes and like it's just it kind of gets a little convoluted and it's a little bit hard to follow. But <laughs> we might see some big names like Kyrie Irving get picked up by someone else. Does he resign in Dallas? James Harden might be getting traded. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that are that are moving and shaking right now with the NBA. But uh, this is, again, this is kind of like uh, fantasy time for a lot of uh, basketball fans, NBA fans. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to start to see uh, some shocking things happen. If we thought things have been wild so far with Chris Paul ended up uh, being with the Warriors. Uh, we might see even more as uh, free agency begins. But, yeah, this is an exciting time. Uh, if you have time just to chill back this weekend and, and see what happens in NHL and NBA, be sure to do that. Sit back with some popcorn. It's going to be very exciting. This weekend is going to be flooded with news, of, like transactions from the NHL, from the NBA. So if you're into that kind of stuff, yeah, sit back, get your popcorn ready, and relax and enjoy it. Someone who's – let's quit that. Let's hit this. Tell them to bring me my money. That's what Harrison Barnes said. Bring me yeah. my money in the terms in the to the tune of three years, fifty-four million dollars from the Sacramento Kings. That young man has had a solid career. Solid career so far. Yeah. Um it's 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 amazing to see kind of like what what you can do if you kind of stick with uh your game. He could have been somebody that was uh, upset and uh, down on his luck after the Golden State Warriors decided to move on from him after uh, he helped them get their first uh, championship in this uh, dynastic run that they've had recently. Um, but no, he kept plugging away, man. And uh, he's been doing a really good job uh, playing his role. And he'll he'll keep a job in the NBA for a pretty long time, just simply being uh, the player that he is and uh, hitting those threes, playing that defense, being a leader for the young King squad that he's with. In his career, he's averaged just over 14 points per game, but each of the last nine seasons, he's averaged over 10 points per game, shooting over 37% from three in his career. Also mm. pulls down about five rebounds a game, gets a couple of assists. But, yeah, just a, a, just a solid role player in the NBA. And you know what? As you mentioned earlier in the show, Chris, and just now, it's okay to be just a solid role player sometimes. There is a spot for you in this league, and you can get paid handsomely to do it. And it's look okay. at this really quick. Uh, when he came into the league, he was guaranteed $5.7 million. Mm -hmm. Then he signed a, a four-year contract after that. He was guaranteed $94 million. Mm. Uh, he's collected on that. Uh, he had a one-year deal after that where he was uh, guaranteed uh, 16 million and now on this one he's guaranteed uh, 85 million dollars so man this guy <laughs> shout outs to him because he's getting the bag for sure good on him man good on him all right let's quit that let's hit this how you doing i'll keep it here locally i know we mentioned last week 
Uh, actually, maybe it was earlier this week, how Jabari Parker, formerly of Duke basketball, second overall pick by the Milwaukee Bucks, had a free agent tryout with the Phoenix Suns not too long ago. But looks like, Chris, from what you're telling me, this man's going to be back in the summer league, Jabari Parker? Yeah, so the Milwaukee Bucks just uh, uh, released what their summer league uh, roster is going to be. Yeah. And um, it's you look down it, and Jabari Parker's name is on it. He is literally the oldest person on his summer league roster as he's uh, 28 years old. Jeez. But he's going to get an opportunity to come back uh, to the NBA, but he'll have to impress uh, with the summer league. Uh, also, Taco Fall. You remember him? Oh, the my gosh. Six guy. Yeah, from Central Florida. <laughs> He's also going to be on the Bucks summer league, summer league roster. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it's a good opportunity for um, for uh, um, Jabari Parker. We were talking about him, as you said earlier this week. Uh -huh. um, he was in line to be one of the next big superstars. Imagine he was. if he never tore his ACL twice in the mm -hmm. same knee, like literally back-to-back -back seasons, and never had the, the further complications that came from those. He was going to become an NBA All-Star. And imagine him and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo growing up and becoming Ooh. that pairing together. Mm. I mean, we could be talking about multiple Bucks championships at this point, uh, if that were the case. But uh, good kid Jabari Parker is. Uh, Shout-outs to him. And I uh, hope that uh, he does end up making an NBA roster once again. It's It should be a reminder to a lot of people. When we, when we hear torn ACL or we hear of a, a pitcher in baseball having to have Tommy John surgery, something like that. Not everyone bounces back. Yeah. Not everyone's able to bounce back. Your body is not the same. I mean, not everyone's – a lot of people, well, look what Adrian Peterson did the year after he tore his ACL. Well, Adrian Peterson is a machine, you know? Like, he's the exception. Not everyone can bounce back right away. I mean, gosh, look at – uh, Chase Young, uh, the defensive end for the Washington Commanders out of Ohio State. Yeah. Physical freak athlete, right? Yeah. Tears his ACL November of 2021. Still wasn't full go by the time the next season rolled around. It really wasn't in full, his full self through all last season. And there's still yeah. questions about what his knee is and everything is right now. And we're almost at a two-year point for when he tore his. So, again, not everyone is able to recover the way that we think because we see it happen so often we just assume now a days that if you have a major injury you're just going to bounce back in that time frame it's not always the case it's it just doesn't always happen and you mentioned parker with the back-to-back -back acl injuries uh it just he hasn't been he obviously hasn't been the same he's been out he wasn't even in the league this past season um yeah. it's it's just rough to see that it was uh harry giles dealt with a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of injuries and stuff early in his career and man, like you talk about a promising pro career that that came to be nothing because of injury. Harry, like if you look at who some of the prototype for what the NBA is looking for mm -hmm. right now for people, Harry Giles was that. Like go back and find his sophomore high school year uh, mixtape, one of the best that you'll ever see. Yeah, seeing somebody who's six foot ten with handles with a three point shot, he could also uh, you know put control the paint. I mean, this guy was literally everything. Um, and, yeah, knee injuries kind of took him off course. And mm -hmm. right now he's trying to find his way back into the NBA again. It's rough. It's rough, unfortunately. And people always wonder why players trying to hold out to get as much money as possible. This or is why. Try, Like, this is why. Your earning potential, that window is so small, and it can close just like that.
All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. He's a machine! So, Chris, apparently there are a few young players with the Carolina Panthers whose stock seems to be going upwards. Yes, uh, Joe Person from The Athletic uh, put out a, an article today on The Athletic, and uh, it was very interesting. And he has a, it's basically stock up, stop falling for certain players. And for certain the two fir- the players that he mentioned first, as far as their stock being up, running back Raheem Blackshear, okay. who was the third-string uh, running back last, last season, and also the third-string quarterback, Matt Corral. Hmm. So basically what... Um, what uh, Joe Person is saying right here with uh, Blackshear, he's really impressed Frank Reich and crew uh, since he's come with the Panther, come uh, to the Panthers. Last year, uh, he was the primary uh, kickoff returner for the Panthers, um, and he averaged 27 yards per return. That's really good in the league. But then also he has really good ability uh, of catching the ball in the backfield and being a smaller uh, running back. He also can run the ball very well. So with this new system, that's going to be something that uh, Frank Reich is going to look at and going to want to have on his team. Now, we remember Truba Hubbard, he's typically the second stringer. Yeah. Truba Hubbard has a hard time catching balls. Yeah, he can't and catch And he's going to be needed to catch balls out of the backfield uh, as a running back as well. So we'll see if Raheem Blackshear is going to move up uh, in place of uh, Truba Hubbard. And then also Matt Corral. Hmm. Um, you know, folks are all around the organization saying that he looks like a completely different guy came in. 15 pounds heavier, uh, but also, but good in a good way. Okay. Like a lot more muscular. Uh, he's a, that th- dual threat quarterback uh, that the Panthers drafted last year in the third round. And um, a lot of folks thinking that uh, he could end up making this team when typically uh, Frank Reich likes to only keep uh, two quarterbacks around. Matt Corral is definitely making, making a case for himself to stick around and maybe after Andy Dalton's done, maybe be the official backup quarterback to Bryce Young will see how that plays out he might be and i know the new rule in the nfl where you can dress that third quarterback that third quarterback yeah. uh if he enters the game the other two the other two quarterbacks that were dressed can no longer play uh so it's an emergency third quarterback but that player yeah. has to be on your 53-man roster and it can't just be someone that you bring up off the practice squad you know for that week uh for because of injuries so that player has to be on your roster i think a, a lot of teams We've seen recently, Chris, will keep two quarterbacks and they'll stash someone away on the practice squad. Probably not going to be able to do that nowadays. You're going to have to keep three guys in terms of quarterbacks on your roster. So maybe that actually is going to benefit Matt Corral. Uh, Or if he shows out in the preseason, teams may be like, you know what? We need a a backup quarterback because someone gets hurt. You never know. It might get get, some team might try and trade for him. We'll try and uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. But you know what? If he ends up having a Chase Daniel career, good for him. I wouldn't mind having a Chase Nothing Daniel. Nothing wrong career. with that. I would not mind having a Chase Daniel career backup, you know, in the NFL. Would not mind get having paid that paid to hold the clipboard. Yes. Nothing. Yeah, that's it. You get paid to to stand. It's amazing. I would love to do that. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, NHL free agency starts at midnight. Expect a flurry of activity over the weekend, by the way. I think a lot of teams might be holding off on trades or were holding off on potential trades to see what free agents they might be able to get. But also, a lot of players had their contracts bought out and are going to be free agents tomorrow. So I think teams were kind of holding off on any potential moves because it's been kind of quiet over the last few days in terms of trades and things along those lines in the NHL, Chris. But it's the things I haven't seen regarding the Carolina Hurricanes that actually has me asking a lot of questions in the sense of we haven't seen anything regarding what the potential future for Freddie Anderson, Auntie Ranta, and Net is going to be. We've already seen the reports uh, from Shane Gossespierre's agent. Shane Gossespierre not going to re-sign with the Carolina Hurricanes. That was to be expected. We've already seen Dylan Coughlin gets a qualifying offer. Yes, a Pugliarvi doesn't get a qualifying offer. Pugliarvi is going to be a free agent. We get the reports that Jesper Faust is going to be signing a two-year contract extension with the team. But I haven't seen anything about Freddie or or Auntie. And that has me wondering really what's going to be next in net for Carolina along with Piotr Kachekov. Yeah, I I get it. Um, I think from from my end, though, like because we haven't heard a lot about anything Mm -hmm. from anyone. Like we've had a, a bit of news come out today. Uh, But we were all expecting to see more trades in general from around uh, the NHL and maybe hearing a lot more news. Uh, It just kind of, to me, it kind of makes me wonder um, what all they're considering right now. And if it is possible for one of those guys, Auntie Ranta or Freddie Anderson, to still come back and be a part of the Carolina Hurricanes, Mm you know, just mainly because like there are other things now to consider. Maybe uh, certain moves or l- the lack thereof has uh, halted some of the plans that the that the Hurricanes had, and so now they have to change course and and see what happens from there. So I don't know. It's it's still this this is still exciting for me, just mainly because like we don't know what's going to happen. Anything can literally happen at this point, mm-hmm. and we could be having a, a weekend full of fireworks before the real fireworks on July 4th. Yeah. I I think my my big concern is these guys hitting the open market because everyone saw what Freddie Anderson did in the playoffs when he was back healthy. And I know that's yeah. going to be a that's going to be a hang up for a lot of teams is his his health uh because, because he has been off and on injured a lot in the last couple of years that he's been with with Carolina. I know that's going to put a lot of teams are going to be maybe a bit taken back from that, but I will say this though, teams are going to look and say, yeah, as long as he's healthy come playoff time, if we get that playoff performance, that could take our team to another level because he was outstanding in the playoffs with the exception of that game three loss to New Jersey, which everyone for the Carolina Hurricanes played terribly that game. Yeah. So I don't know. We have seen though with Carolina is in recent years, whether it's Freddie Anderson, Ronta, Kochekov, James Reimer, uh, Curtis McElhaney, 
Peter Morazic, Alex Nedeljkovic. We have seen a, a, a slew of guys over the last five years get significant starts in net for Carolina and be successful. I'm not even including some of the guys like Alex Lyon, who's started a few games and things like that. I'm not even including some of those guys. But those seven guys have gotten a significant number of starts, and they've all had success in Carolina because of the system that's in front of them and because of the defensive core that's in front of them. So while I'm still concerned about who is going to be next in net, I also trust the fact that no matter who actually is the goalie, they're going to be successful because of the way the team plays in front of them. And and that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. Because of all those names that you did name, like everybody really has had success. And I'm interested in seeing what uh, Kochekov is going to end up doing uh, as he's going to get more time. It looks like he's going to have more time um, up in the NHL. So yeah. uh, and we could see, you know, his value just absolutely skyrocket because, you know, maybe just because of just getting more reps. So uh, very interesting thing to watch uh, there as well. But I'm also interested in seeing like which names are, are currently a part of the team that may not be a part of the team again uh, after this weekend. We have heard the rumors of Brett Pesci, the defenseman, being traded yeah. potentially this offseason. So there was the the report that the Carolina Hurricanes and, and Philadelphia Flyers had come to an agreement to where Carolina would send like a mid-level prospect to Philadelphia in order to bring back Tony D'Angelo the defenseman that was here in 2021-2022 in during that season, potential to bring him back, and Philadelphia would keep retain half of his salary. So basically you're going to get him for one year at just $2.5 million as opposed to paying all $5 million of his deal. My, my, my thought process was when we heard that report earlier this week, Chris, is that you're not making that trade for D'Angelo unless you already have a trade partner to send – Brett Pesci too because if you're not able to work out a long-term extension with Brett Pesci to me that's the only reason why you make that move and also they re-signed or they signed Dylan Coughlin they extended him a qualifying offer as a restricted free agent so you're going to retain his rights this upcoming season as well so now I'm thinking okay Dylan Coughlin right-handed shot Jalen Chatfield right-handed shot Brent Burns right-handed shot bring in Tony D'Angelo right-handed shot that's four Brett Pesci right-handed shot now you're starting to get overloaded over on yeah. that side of the ice. So, to me, you're not making those moves unless Brett Pesci's getting traded. I would hate to see it, but it's something that, brace yourselves, Canes fans, you might see Brett Pesci on the move. Yeah, and right now, only thing we have is is us, you know, reading, you know, what we're being given in the tea leaves and yeah. what's happening in, in, the, in the breadcrumb trail that's being left in front of us. And uh, the, the Brett Pesci one, that is the one that seems a lot more uh, obvious to me at this point, just because of the simple things you pointed out, D'Angelo Coughlin, <laughs> yeah, and and things are getting going to be clogged up uh, on that on that right side. So what's what's the what's the play here? Um, the the goaltender thing though, it's just one of those like I don't know, man. Like it's just we got to wait and see what happens uh, because you know there's we haven't had any of the action that we expected so far. I mean, I've been waiting, sitting by my phone and adding different people uh, to my uh, Twitter alerts, trying to see like what's going to happen. And and literally nothing is going on. So um, I'm interested to see what ends up happening this weekend. I I just know that it's going to be the moment when I'm not looking at my phone and everything's going to happen. And then people hit me up. Chris, did you hear about this? Oh, no, I didn't. I was was with my kids. Yeah. 
<laughs> so here is something to keep in mind is that the, the salary cap is only going up $1 million this year for 23-24. But it is set to jump up a lot in the year 24-25. So I think it's supposed to jump up to $88 million, which is about about a $5 million jump. From this, so we're going to see the salary cap jump a lot in 2024-2025. So I'm wondering if we might see some guys maybe get maybe just sign for a one-year deal mm. and then potentially like okay, then he become a free agent when teams have more cap space in a couple of years, then try and cash in, which hey, Carolina, you have 21 million dollars in cap space right now. Or maybe even backloading their deals, if possible. Well, the way the way things work with, with the NHL is that whatever the average annual value of your contract is, that's your cap hit. So if you sign a five-year contract that's oh, gotcha. $25 million, gotcha. every single year it's $5 million bucks. But No matter how you structure the payments, it's still a $5 million cap hit. The NHL keeps it so simple, unlike yeah. football or the NBA. Goodness. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm here trying to make it a little bit more – complicated just because I'm, I'm used to the nfl nba stuff no keep it like that keep it like that so yeah i'm just i'm seeing this uh from greg washinsky of espn who uh, talked to an nhl player agent about this and he says that that might be something that you see if you can't get the three or four year deal that you want sign that one year deal then next year with that more cap space pops open we might see that but again 21 million dollars in cap space for the carolina hurricanes maybe you are able to pick up a guy or two that maybe would want a three- or four-year deal but can't quite get the deal they want right now, they can get a, a, a one-year payday with the Carolina Hurricanes to go after a championship. I love to see that. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.